there is good news this morning. The Midland Hills 4th of July Parade is back this morning after a COVID cancellation last year. It is scheduled as never on time at 9 a.m. and it begins right near my home in Hillcrest and ends across the street from Pulaski Heights Elementary. It's just about everything that you could want in a neighborhood parade. There's a fire truck that kids can see up close. People decorate their wagons and their dogs. Adults saunter with coffee cups while the kids race ahead to find the lemonade and the cookies. Neighbors set up speakers on their lawns to play patriotic music as the parade goes by. And at the end of the route, there is the reading of the Declaration of Independence. You can tell that the man who reads it each year loves doing it. And the crowd loves it too. As soon as the King of England is mentioned, everybody boos. <laughs> they cheer at the actual Declaration of Independence and at the mention of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I'm so glad the parade is back. Even if it conflicts with church this morning, they didn't ask me, but it, it's a joyful reminder of the best of what binds us together as Americans. We are celebrating not only the birth of our nation, but also the core American values that we cherish so dearly. Values like freedom and independence. Our hymnal has patriotic hymns for the occasion, our prayer book, which was derived from an old English one under state religion, has plenty of beautiful prayers for the country and for national life. The first American prayer book conveniently left out the prayers for the monarch. The birth of our country and the birth of the Episcopal Church in many ways share an origin story with some of the same architects of a new way of governance. But every now and then, the 4th of July falls on a Sunday. We find ourselves in a tricky position. Jesus has never fit neatly into our national narrative and celebrations, no matter how American we try to make him. And the gospel lesson appointed for today is more like a declaration of anti-independence, so before we rush off to our barbecues and our much-loved celebrations, there is perhaps a different kind of good news for us to hear this morning, not just the return of the Midland Hills Parade. Jesus was in his hometown in Nazareth, returning after some amazing feats of healing and preaching. He tried to do the same when he got back home, teaching in the synagogue and healing people but he couldn't get any traction. People scoffed and said, is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, little Jesus that we knew around the block? To which Jesus famous, famously said, prophets are not without honor except in their hometown. And he was amazed at their unbelief. How difficult that chilly reception in his own community must have been. But Jesus didn't stew about that for very long. If anything, it showed him how important his healing ministry was becoming and how needed. 
So we got right back to work, this time sending the disciples out two by two. Now Jesus sent them out to expand his reach, empowering them to preach and forgive, to cast out demons, and to heal the sick. On this 4th of July, what stands right out to me is something that he did not say to the disciples. He never said, go it alone. Jesus said, you will need each other, so go in pairs. Also, don't pack provisions or money or extra clothes. You will literally have to rely on other people. And you will have to rely on God, the very source of your own healing and the source of all the good that you will do in this world. This is a truth that is in plain sight all around us, but it's not a comfortable one. All of us need God and each other. Consider how much easier it is to give and to help than it is to be the one in a position of needing help. Who wouldn't rather be the one offering a casserole than to be the one in grief? But we all take our turns being the one in need, don't we? Like it or not, we have to rely on each other and on God. Perhaps if the pandemic has opened our eyes to anything, it is just how deeply our lives really are bound together. If you don't mind humoring me for a moment, allow me to share with you some theological reflection that's been rolling around in my brain for a while. I believe that God is good, and our tradition affirms that conviction. From there, we have questions. We don't know how to square God's goodness with all that is not good in our world. For example, how did God allow such a breakdown of our common life in this country so that we now essentially operate as two different Americas, as some commentators have observed? How did the seeds of distrust get sown so prolifically? How did we become so divided about everything, from the safety and efficacy of vaccines to whether and why critical race theory should be taught in schools? We Americans, gosh, we have a lot of work to do to come back together for the common good. I've been thinking lately about how God made us with limits. Consider the fact that we have to eat pretty often and sleep, which is weird, and take care of the body's needs. Not to mention that our fragile human hearts swell with joy and break with pain for ourselves and for each other with regularity. It's as if God wanted to make us with such obvious limits that we would always remember that we need God and one another. It's the most obvious thing, right in front of our noses. Yet how quickly we forget. We would prefer, of course, to be self-reliant and independent. Who wouldn't? But that's not the gospel. The gospel is that we are far more interdependent than not. And if there is any wisdom that will help heal the world, it's that knowledge of interconnection. 
Today, as we give thanks for the best of American values on this Independence Day, let us remember also to be grateful for our interdependence. Our lives are sustained by God and one another. Sometimes we glimpse this as a neighbor, neighbor waves hello at a parade or helps calm your dog down during the fireworks. Sometimes we see it when someone reaches out to us in our need or when we do the reaching out. Sometimes we see it when faithful people work two by two for justice and peace, helping this country grow into the ideals that we cherish. However we come to understand that interdependence, we are seeing the world through the gospel, and that's cause for celebration, too. Amen.